Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. And welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak. I'm joined via Skype by Patrick Gleason and Paul Sanders. Say hi, guys. Hi, right, gentlemen. Evening all. Evening all. Yellow. Welcome to a, a lovely March day. Happy Women's Day to to all our female listener or listeners, if there's more than one. You know, by the time this goes up, it will no longer be Women's Day. No, but it's still Women's Day right now when we're recording. And I know your sister listens to them, so she can, you know, diss me later on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so welcome to episode 25, I believe. 25. We always get this wrong, as we get many things wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also been so long, you want to see keep talking, keeping track, or just say, you know, welcome to a new episode? But, you know, it's... No, I think it's better if we keep track of what episode we're on. All right. I mean, we really, we really should know. I mean, it's officially 25. It's not bad. Quarter century. Yep. A bit of a milestone for us. That's true. That's, uh, we've done, we've survived a year, right now, 25 episodes. Uh, we've survived, like, uh, 16 months, dude. Yeah, I know. I know, so I meant we did it over a year. Oh, I see. That, that was one milestone. 20 episodes was another milestone. Now we're at 25. Yeah. So, and that's so right, that's until like thirty or fifty, maybe. Yeah, probably fifty would be our next. Well, second year would be our next big milestone, and then fifty after that. Hey, who knows? We might actually get fifty before this. You know, if we start from when I come back, we might try and do this every two weeks or so. It's a semi-regular thing. Well, you know, we could do this every two weeks via Skype as well. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. We don't have to wait for you to come back to do this every two weeks. We just have to actually set a schedule and stick to it. And then, <laughs> that's the problem with us. Our ultimate goal should be fifty-two weeks once every single week. You want to do one a week? No, we need vacation time. Yeah, and plus, I don't know if I could actually... I don't know if I have enough stuff to talk about for once a week. I mean, we only game, like, once a month now. Yeah, that's true. Well, well, yeah, especially with Warhammer 40k stuff, so... Yeah, that's that's probably the the most rare gaming that we do. Unfortunately, it's one which we all really like, but we don't get to do very often. Well, also because it takes forever just for two people to play one game. Like yes. we're we're playing with uh, what they call a combat mission, so it's a much much smaller group that you're dealing with. It's usually just a small strike for, force of maybe two units, maybe three units, four hundred points maximum, and you do. Uh, we, we we've been running mainly objective based missions, yeah. so. It usually takes us about an hour and a half to two hours to run just one scenario, and with what five of us wanting to play, and usually only one play will one table to play on. And then you get and that's also with small units too. I mean, imagine if we tried the uh... right exactly that. that even with four hundred points, it still takes us two hours to play a game. Okay, well, why don't we get going with our regular uh, schedule? So we'll start with our weeks in gaming. What have you guys been up to over the last couple of weeks since we last chatted? Uh, I haven't actually been doing very much because, of, you know, schoolwork and uh, midterms and stuff like that. Oh, but that's not true. You were here in town, man. You well, came... I was going to say that. Let me finish there. Okay. Uh, I was there for the reading week where we did uh, do Pendragon as well as a uh, Shadowrun, uh, the new Shadowrun edition uh, that was run by our friend Dwayne. Fifth edition, yes? Yeah, uh, where we tried. Basically, it was just sort of basic combat idea just to see how things went because that's most role-playing games combats where things can either break down or you know do get, well get bogged down you mean yes like you know there's been many games where it seems fun until you get to the combat and you're just like oh my god this is gonna take forever or yeah. this is so one-sided champions uh, is kind of like that fun. too the, the pen dragon was good but i continued on the uh 
the rewriting of America, uh, sorry, British history. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah, been doing well. The bastardization of it. No, very much so. Um, and I did enjoy Dwayne's uh, the the fifth edition Shadowrun. It was interesting making new characters. They did fix one issue uh, always had with Shadowrun for armor versus uh, weapons. When it first came out, the weapons were nowhere near as powerful to get through armor. Right. And and now it's closer to reality as well. The armor can help you, but the better one is cover and not be hit. Yeah, usually avoiding co- uh, avoiding being hit is more effective than soaking damage because usually yeah. something will get through regardless of how much uh, armor protection you have. Yeah, and uh, like I haven't seen too much of the magic system. Like we didn't get too much into it because you were you were there too, there, uh, Dev. Yep, I was there as a, a net runner, a uh, yeah. decker as they call him. The uh, the magic system seemed not too bad though. Again, more streamlined, and uh, the decking system. Well, we've always liked Shadowrun opposed to sh- uh, sorry Shadowrun opposed to Cyberpunk because Shadowrun it's simultaneous. You what you're doing as a decker is stuff that we're going on in the real world as well. Right, as opposed to with Cyberpunk when you go into the decking or into the uh, hacking as they call it, uh, getting into the Matrix, uh, then you'd be dealing with nanoseconds worth of combat. So you'd do ten turns, twelve turns, whatever it is, and everyone would have even wouldn't have even taken a breath. Well, exactly. Like they're sitting around going, well, this is fun. We'll just wait the hour till the, the decker's done and then do something. Exactly. They, um, they made it much more uh, group-oriented so that even if you're decking and you're along with the party in the middle of combat, you're still going as much or at the same rate as, as what they're doing. Exactly. Which, which I think is better for a role-playing system, right? Because then you're actually... actually Everyone's actively involved at the same time. Right. It may not, it may not be realistic, but it's far more uh, group-oriented. Exactly. And then the other thing, uh, well, I've watched you guys play a couple scenarios in Warhammer 40k. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also been working on my bigger Warhammer 40k scenario where there's, you know, four four different armies involved. Yeah, nice of you to choose an army that I'm not actually playing. You have orcs. I, I have orcs, but I don't I don't own, I don't play orcs. I don't know their fighting style. I don't know their rules. You have time to learn, dude. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm no, there's, there's reasons behind it chose of course those there are. ones. Irrelevant. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still dealing with the two systems that I'm actually actively playing, learning those and playing okay. those. Well, would you like to do... Well, Paul, also, Paul has orcs. I'd like to like, have Paul play. Okay, we'll, we'll let Paul play with the orcs then. Okay. Is that all right, Paul? If not, I can change the orcs to Eldar. That, that one's got the... It just has to either be Necro, like Eldar or orcs for the reason. Wait, it's not Eldar, though. It's Dark Eldar. Dark Eldar. What's my Dark Eldar? I'm not playing orcs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I only have that one box of orcs. And Dev I, has another box. I don't want, I don't want to play orcs. Well, I, 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 have, I have two assault on, ba- assault on Black Reach box sets worth of orcs. Yeah, I got one. And you have one more. So we actually have three Assault on Black Reach boxes worth of orcs. <laughs> Correct. That's yeah, a, that's... If you want to do Dark Elder, that's fine. Okay, fine. Switch it to Dark Elder and I'll play. Okay, so it's, instead of Orcs, it's Dark Eldar. That works for me. It's just the, there's, the, I got all different types of victory points. You guys just put in place the Orcs and it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. That would. And that, again, like I'd like to be there for that just to see. Um, for movies, uh, I'm, I'm going to finish off soon there so then Paul can say and, we, and Dev can do his... Because we know what he's seen, and we'll say mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> you have no idea what I've seen. I'm going really to talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, for me, for movies, I've been doing some Netflix and stuff like that. So, like I said, Olympus Has Fallen uh, with Gerald Butler, and I watched this one uh, with Jason Statham. 
can never. No, there's no Statham. There's no R in there. It's Statham. It's Jason Statham. Yeah, there's no R in there. It's Jason Statham or Statham. I'm not sure how it's. It's it's Statham. Statham. Um, called um, Killer Elite. Killer as well. Yeah, Killer Elite was good. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty good. Um, it, it, never I, it was much more interesting than I thought it would be when I, you know, and I was reading some comments, people were surprised it didn't do as well because it was actually a pretty intellectual uh, adventure. And, so. and plus, I like Statham as an action hero. He he looks the part. He looks like a, a rough hooligan, someone who can hold himself in combat. Not but like also some... you're not surprised if he you know, does an intelligent part of it as well. Yeah, I suppose. But I, I, I can see him giving someone the Glasgow kiss, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's, he's, he's not Scottish. So that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, like I said, just uh, like you know, a couple of new shows and stuff like that. But that's that's about it for me for for gaming. Okay. Uh, in the past week, uh, weeks, I guess it would be. Um, it hasn't been much, even though I've had a lot of time off, as in I'm not employed. But um, I've got other things on the go that has taken my attention. But uh, I guess I have played. I've been playing a lot of Skyrim actually, and. Uh, Dev has got me starting to do some Diablo 3 here and get preparation for the new expansion that's coming out. Yes, I heard about the 13 gigs of... Uh... Yeah, I wasn't too thrilled by that, but uh, that's another story for another time. Uh, for other, well, let's let other people know that when Paul was doing the uploads, he had to end up doing 13 gigs of updates to be able to play from... Basically, um, I haven't played the games in almost a year. And uh, Blizzard decided to completely re- reformat all of their games to sort of a, um, a sort of a like a dock, like a, like Steam has, you know, where you load it up and then you can list all your games and everything, a dashboard. Yeah. So that's what Blizzard's done now, and uh, apparently they restructured all of their games to correspond with this. So basically, you have to re-download every single. Blizzard game if you haven't played in the last little while. Yeah. It probably wouldn't have been a big deal if I had played constantly because it would have just done little <sighs> updates. Yes. But when you try to do it all in one big shot, it's like, yeah, okay, we're going to ding you with 13 gigs worth of downloading. Mm. You know? And then, of course, as soon as the dashboard loaded up, you know, StarCraft 2 on my computer was like, okay, well, I want to update this too. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm already reaching my monthly limit here. Let's, let's, let's not go over that. So, yeah, I had to, it was quite the thing. So I have, I've been kind of hesitant to, to actually playing Diablo right now, but uh, I popped on a little bit today and I would like to do it, but it's not something I want to play by myself. So. Well, we, we, we can actually have one more person joining us, too, because Tara is a big fan of Diablo 3 as well. So yeah. when we start going, I think she's going to try to pop on and, and uh, spend some time with us as well. <laughs> when she's finally done having to do mass amounts of work and everything? Yeah, the, the very little free time that she actually has. <laughs> yeah. How about movies, Paul? Have you seen anything good? Did you, did you finally uh, see Monument Men? I did see the Man- Monument Men, and it was actually quite good. It wasn't like a war film. It was it was more like a documentary on what these guys went through to try to save all of the uh, the art and stuff. So Basically, Hitler wanted to have his own museum, the biggest museum in the world, so he was stealing art from everywhere, and uh, these guys were sent in to try to recover it. But uh, he, he issued that 
well, if if the Nazis fall, then destroy everything. So a lot of stuff was destroyed, obviously, as history will dictate. But it was it was a race between the Americans and the Russians to recover the art because the Russians were stealing everything to try to make up for the over one million people that they lost during the war. Sort of like a, you know, you got to pay us for all the men we've lost on your behalf type thing. So that's how it worked. And they managed to save a bunch of stuff. It was, it was really interesting. They talked about a couple of the guys that died along the way and, and the impacts that had, but it was actually a really well done movie. And that's it for you as well. Um, uh, what else, what else is there to say? Um, well, I have, a, I have other information on some other game stuff, but we can talk about that later. No, go ahead. Uh, is it, is it news and, news and rumors or is it, uh, uh well, okay. Um, I don't know if anybody, I guess it is. If, I don't know how many of our listeners have heard of The Last of Us, the game. I haven't even heard of them. Yes, yes. Um, it has an incredible storyline. I haven't played it personally, but I have watched lots of people online who have actually played through the entire story and I've seen it that way but um, Sony has or in talks uh, well they have talked to Screen Gems and they're going to make a movie of it oh really oh cool yes I don't know if Del- so I don't know if it's going to be the same story or, or what they haven't really said yet but it is supposed to be based off of the video game is this like a zombie survival game yeah okay kind of that explains why I haven't heard of it. Yeah, yeah, Dev's not a big fan. I, of I know you're not a big zombie fan, but it's uh, that's it. It was a really good storyline. I was in. It was more than just zombies. It was it was the the dynamic between the characters and what was going on there. So, well, what about the gameplay? Have you actually enjoyed playing the game oh, itself? It, it, it was it was like watching a movie, just watching the gameplay. You know, the the cutscenes and everything they did was. It was really well done. It's all motion capture. Right, that's the cutscenes. But what about the actual gameplay itself? It was almost as identical to the cutscenes. Really? Quality. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, Devram. Okay. Us... Well, let's start with Diablo. <laughs> like I, like Paul said, I've been playing Diablo for the past week and a bit now, almost two weeks, um, and I've spent a lot of time playing it. And they've introduced a new patch that has brought the the loot system to the new 2.0 version. So with this new loot system, uh, when you're playing, all the loot that ends up dropping is more geared towards your character. And weapons and or armor that only specific classes are supposed to be using will have uh, um, attributes that that class can actually enjoy so you won't get a a giant um barbarian only axe or or sword that has intelligence on it and it doesn't have any strength or or vitality so of no use to you at all and they've also geared the the um the level ranges so that as you it's it's more appropriate to the level in which you get the weapon so if you get a weapon at level say 35 it'll have a, a certain um uh range for the attributes that, that that it randomly generates. But if you're at level 60, then the level range is much smaller and also much higher. So you're no longer getting a 
a new sword that gives you plus 10 to your strength or plus 50 to your strength. It's giving you plus 200 to your strength as a level 60 character. So that's nice. Um, some people are complaining that the, the loot system doesn't go far enough. Uh, and they, they want it to be, they want, they want the weapons and the armor that drops to be more powerful. But these people don't seem to understand there's a brand new expansion coming out. And once that expansion hits and all of a sudden you now have 10 extra levels to raise your character. Well, the loot that's going to be dropping along the way is going to be improvements on what you currently have. Okay. So there's, there's a ton of complaints on message boards, of course, oh. as there always is. Yes. But of course, the people who are complaining are few and far between, and their complaints are exactly the same every time. Well, you know, it's... It, We're not happy. We, 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 we need better. We want more. Yeah, that's right. It's not good enough. Make it better. Whenever there's a, a new expansion introduced to a game, I always think back to the Cataclysm fiasco that happened on World of Warcraft, mm -hmm. where these people, before Cataclysm came out, these people spent hours upon hours upon hours getting these high-end raid gear, you know, they worked so hard for it. This, the day the expansion came out, they went to the new area thinking, oh, this is going to be great, I'm geared, I'm going to be good, I'm awesome. The first thing they kill drops a green that's got gear that's ten times better than what they've had. Okay, it's not ten times better, yeah. but it's twice as good. Yeah, it was. But just, the, you know, it's like they go through all that effort and the first piece of crap gear, because it's not the good quality gear, it was crap gear, was twice as good as what they were currently yeah. using. You know, it's just, it's a kick in the teeth. And I always thought that was kind of a shame because, you know, people were working so hard for this and then they, they just, they completely destroyed it, you know? Well, all they have to realize is it's the best that you can get for now. So when the new expansion comes out, obviously the stuff is stuff that drops there is, has to be better than what's, what you currently have. Otherwise, yes, why would people it was, go through it? it? The, the, the jump, the difference between it was way too vast it should not have been like that possibly like that, you know okay the gear that was dropping it was the lowest tier gear that stuff should have been you know the, the stuff on that should have been like the highest tier you know they shouldn't have had that kind of jumping improvements right but to be fair it was their first expansion and i guess maybe they've learned since then although i don't know it wasn't the first expansion that was the third expansion cataclysm really yeah oh okay Burning Crusade was the first oh, one. Oh no, you're Wrath of Lich King was okay, the second. Okay, you're you're right. You're right. I I was thinking I was thinking Burning Crusade actually. Well, they might have done it in Burning Crusade. I wasn't around for for the, ex the release of those other two. I came in just after. But Cataclysm, I was there from the start. So have you bought the? Did you get the Panda one, Paul? Um, I quit as soon as they released that coming out. <laughs> I was like, I'm like. I'm like, this is a Kung Fu Panda ripoff. I'm done. Sorry. Over. <laughs> I, I actually did get the Panda expansion, and I very much enjoyed it. For... That's what I hear. Everybody's telling me, oh, you should come back. It's the best expansion they ever put out. And I'm like, it's Kung Fu Panda. They they stole it from another <laughs> franchise. True. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm it, That and it, just the ridiculousness of it was getting to the point where I'm just like, yeah, okay. I need a game that's, you know, got better graphics than aren't tier toward cartoons. Yeah. Well, that's that's, but there's a reason why they went down that route. It's to get to get the uh, the old look and feel of the original Warcraft games. Well, I understand that, but which came out in like the nineties. Well, I know, but it it just started getting really ridiculous. I actually like the stylized look of it. 
Dev, I just want to hear about the, the movies. You know which movie I'm going to hear about? <laughs> okay, so then we'll go on to TV shows. Um, <laughs> oh, I actually, I have, some info, I have stuff on TV shows, too. Uh, upcoming or that you've seen? Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, I don't, I don't want to hear about that. So we're going we're gonna to cut out well, anything that has to do with... I kind of got to hear about it. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I'm going to say that I've been reading some articles oh, okay. that, that blow your whole... I'm going to wait till it gets released on DVD. Um, you really can't do that with that show anymore. Why? Because you know at the end of all those, the uh, Marvel movies, they have that little teaser that does the next movie? Sure. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show has now become. So, so that's the the tie-in to you can go to the next movie in the line, but it may not make complete sense without watching Agents of Shield up until the movie's released. So the next movie in line is Captain America. So you're saying I should watch it before Captain America comes out? Yeah, they were already they were already doing a whole bunch of teasers and tidbits to Captain America coming out. They were talking about it, as well as damn it, uh, I just watching this show. Then it's been so long. Damn it, lately, uh, Lady Civ is featured in the next this week's episode really yep she's she's in it's the whole episode's about her and what, her i mean one yep this weekend this week like it. it just it just it just carries on from there so i mean they it used to just they were trying to make it build it to be its own um they were they were being very careful with it they didn't want to you know it's like they didn't want it to be the show where Oh, I'm so, oh hi everybody! Iron Man just left. This is what you're left with. Right. They wanted to develop it into its own, its own brand, its own thing. But now that it's kind of gotten to that point, they're taking it crazy, like it's its own movie type storyline that's leading, connecting all the movies together, and continuing the story between the movies. Okay, so I was, I was watching something about they're talking about. Uh, Maybe having uh, Sony's Spider-Man be somewhat involved with the, uh, you know, Avengers and stuff like that. Well, you mean because they're both in the same city of New York and it's weird that you never hear about them? Well, the thing is, okay, what it looks like is actually Sony, um, I, I don't know the full details, but the, what I was watching, they were saying that Sony actually owns Spider-Man. Like they bought it, the, the rights uh, from Marvel way back when. It's not on a, a you know five year lease or whatever. It's they own the rights for the movies for Spider Man. But that doesn't make any sense because the reason, the whole reason they rebooted the franchise and started with a new guy instead of Tobey Maguire is because they were about to lose out on the uh, well, the license. Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. Also Fantastic Four, but but it was not, the same for for Spider Man from what I knew. No, well that's what I'm saying. So I'm not too sure, but this is this is new something new I heard about, and because originally they were in the Avengers movie. Instead of the Stark Tower, they wanted Oscorp, Oscorp Tower. But the problem with Oscorp is they didn't have the graphics ready in time to send to Marvel, to like for them to put it into the the, the CGI. Okay. So, so Disney hadn't, or sorry, Sony hadn't finished Oscorp yet enough uh, to be able to send the code to Disney. Like the way they wanted it. But that doesn't make any sense, because Oscorp never had anything to do with the Avengers. No, no, but the, the, the landscape, New York landscape. Oh they, oh, they just wanted it in New York. They okay. wanted it just to, to so a tie-in, right? Okay. So Spider-Man, Oscorp, Avengers. Okay, they didn't I want see. to have, use Oscorp or Spider-Man, they just wanted that in the landscape. Okay. But um, Sony hadn't had a chance to get it fixed up properly, and, and that's what happened. I just sent you a link that you should see. Uh, so anyway, it, it relates to what you're just talking about. 
Okay, so the, now they're, they're looking at for the new Avengers that might actually be there. They might actually do some sort of tie-in or something. Okay, well, this will be the first time that, that Sony has been has worked with another company for one of their superhero franchises. Sorry, Dev, I'm, I'm jumping to the news and rumors, sorry. That's fine. It's, 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 no, it's not Paul fine. is mentioning the... Um... But yes, they... Uh, yeah, it's kind of... I was kind of surprised that they took it that route, but you've kind of got to watch it. You know, just to stay. I mean, like, like I said, the movies are probably freestanding. You can probably get away with 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 watching it, but there could be things that would make more sense if you'd watch the TV series between each movie. Right. So they might be think they might allude to things that happen in the show that you haven't you have no idea what's going on because you didn't see it type thing. Well, if I don't, I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna leave it. They're not going to base it that you have to watch the show to be able to understand what's going on in the movie because not everybody can watch the show. Right. Right. So, but I'm pretty sure they're going to make, they allude to things in both, you know, and it's going to be, there may be uh, things that make more sense to you. So what you're saying is I should find a way to watch it as soon well, as I can. Yeah, without, possibly. without doing illegal downloads there, Devra. No, because that would be illegal. You may want to find a way to watch it. Actually, I think on... Um, you can probably get it on Rogers on Demand or Netflix or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, key, yes. Okay, so carrying on with stuff that we've done <laughs> in the past, um, I watched uh, two... Okay, I watched two box sets of third seasons of two different shows. The first one was Game of Thrones, which was incredible, of course, as always. But it. it's starting to piss me off because they, they keep killing people that I really, really like. Dude, read the they books. do. They do that in the books, though. Uh, Listen, I know. Everybody, I know. Everybody that's killed in those movies have died in the books. Right? I know. That that's that's not the point. The point is that I'm pissed off about it in general, not just in the in the movie. Okay, but believe it or not, Dev, in the books they don't. They tend to start dying off slower. Yeah, they've really spent this up for the TV show. <laughs> you can't keep killing off people like that because after all, I was like, okay, here's the third cousin, second removed son, <laughs> Butler, who's the only guy left alive in this house. Right. Uh, so he, he had to slow down the killing because, um... Who's <laughs> yeah, we're, the family tree is thinning out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of people like that. These poor Starks. Oh, man. See, there's, there's not a lot hey, of... Hey, let's... That, just, 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 no spoilers. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying anything. I'm just saying. I think George R. R. Martin should have talked to me about how to keep main characters alive and not kill them <laughs> off. <laughs> Use them for plot devices, not just have them die... Like that, and and somewhat needless deaths too. Like his, some oh, some wait, of the deaths wait, are just infuriating. True, because poor Paul and and Chris's characters did die off randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good old random encounters. Got a yes. Okay. Okay. So maybe he's learned from me. Maybe he's somehow been studying my gaming methods. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. He's, he's like, hey, hey, look, main character, main character, a random encounter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the other the other TV show is Sherlock, the the British version, well, which I I, that's right. I didn't get a chance to see when I was there with you. Which is incredible. Yeah. Um, and they they never really do explain how he quote unquote kills himself, but doesn't. But there are a lot of different theories that are floated yes. out there, and all of them seem plausible. Okay, not the ones in the in the the first episode because those are uh, nutcase ideas from one of the detectives, but <laughs> but they're. They're very funny and very intricate and, 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 and I, I, very detailed. I really like the, the Sherlock, the, reach, the modern retelling of it. It's, it's quite well done. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and having been in a Cumberpatch as the uh, 
Cumberbatch. What's what's his name? Cumberbund. <laughs> he's uh he's an excellent actor and very yeah. well fits that role. And I I, I like the guy playing actor. Watson too. Should have been Colin. Should not have been Colin. Well, all of, his, all of his fangirls consider themselves Cumberbitches. <laughs> he doesn't like that, but that's what he <laughs> Cumberbitches. That's okay. what all of his female fans refer to themselves as. But he, he does not approve. But I, I can see but he thinks it's funny. <laughs> I also think it's funny. <laughs> what if there's t-shirts been made? Probably has. <laughs> um, did you guys ever see the, uh, the American version of Sherlock? Uh, oh. Of Holmes called... Holmes, I guess. Yeah, it's a, she's a female. And where where, where Watson is played oh, by um, by Lucy Liu. Yeah. I actually well, really I, enjoyed that show I've too. Heard about it, I've never actually seen an episode. Uh, and and the the guy playing Sherlock is Johnny Lee Miller from Hackers fame. Uh, of course, Hackers being one of my favorite movies, so I definitely had to check out the the TV that's, show. That's going way back. It, so, I, mean, I know <laughs> we haven't seen him in anything in probably twelve or fifteen years. That's how long it's been, but he does a he does a good job as as playing uh, Holmes. Very much plays up the uh, the addict angle, which I which I really enjoyed. She basically is hired to be his quote unquote sober companion to keep him off of drugs. How's that working? Um, it's a really good show. I, I actually really enjoy it. It's not quite the same level as Sherlock. It's a bit more uh, sticky and a bit more American. I hate this. I was gonna say American. Yeah, exactly. But it's still very enjoyable. Like I actually, I actually found myself getting a kick out of watching it. So I guess we'll move on to movies. There's actually uh, four other shows that I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no sorry, Pat. Movies. No, sorry, Pat. Uh, it's it's more it's, it's very short, Pat. It's very short. Um, That's okay. You can take as long as you want. Defiance. Defiance is next month. Oh, the new sh- the the new season starts. The new season starts next month. Yes. Okay. Is that season three? Um, season, season two. Season two. Only season two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, another another one of my personal favorites that took a while for me to find and get into is Continuum. They're starting that in the next month too. Continuum. I've I've heard nothing about this. Basically, it's a uh, uh, police officer from the future gets sent back in time meets the guy that builds all the technology or whatever from the future and just tries to stop these terrorists that came back with her from changing history and whatnot. She's trying to find a way home. That it's sounds... actually, it's, a, it's a pretty decent show. I, I kind of enjoy it. Um, I got one for Pat. I don't know if you've heard about uh, Helix. No. It's uh, done by Sci-Fi. Uh, it's, it just started, I guess, uh, a couple months ago. I think they're only on episode... Nine, and uh, it's sort of I don't know if I would say zombies but it's more like sort of like immortals type thing going on that you might want to check it out okay. I'm enjoying it so far yeah, what, what, sorry what's that one called um, Helix Helix. basically it's uh, it's about the CDC they go to this research station in the Antarctic and try to cure this disease that's sort of turning everybody into sort of I wouldn't say zombies but zombie like okay it's a, it's a it's a virus they're infection. They're not actual zombies. They're just sort of infected people. Okay. Um, and of course, Vikings started last week. Oh yes, yes. Uh, Pat, have you seen the first season yet? Uh, not the full season, no. But I've seen most of it. Yeah, that, that that's a show you would really get into. Oh, I did. I started watching it. I really enjoy it. Um, Ragnar is. I, I like the guy who plays Ragnar, but um, I also like the guy who plays the ship 
builder sort of thing. Yeah, the uh, crazy he's, dude. Yeah, he's hilarious because like, I see for uh, I got to the point where they were testing out the new boat he built mm-hmm. with new style, and, and it was a storm, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, we're going to die!" Thor, hate you know, the gods are against us and everything, and then and he's like, "No, no, no, Thor is is." Is wishing us well. He's happy what we're doing. <laughs> He's bringing the storm to congratulate us. You know, just how much they were believed in the, you know, anything that happened was due to the gods' will, yep. or wishes, or anger. You know, um, but I, I liked it. Now, like I said, calling it England and a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, there's historical inaccuracies because uh, it wasn't called England then because. Um, the reason it got called England was from the Angles. <laughs> well, there are many, many uh, historical inaccuracies in anything that has to do with uh, old-timey stuff. Like, oh, yes. Like, like oh. In, in the movie that you really want me to talk about, they keep talking about a specific country which doesn't exist, and, oh, the, peop- and the people who live there the, don't refer to themselves. Inaccuracies in that movie. But I think, I think the reason why they're, they're doing that is, is so that it makes sense to the layman. Yeah, yeah I understand. That's, it's it's, that's it's the for the North reason. Americans. Otherwise, because I mean... Vikings is done by the History Channel. These people know what they're doing about, you know, when they try to do these history things. And they're trying to keep as close to real as possible, but they have to stretch things so that people will still enjoy the show, but not be confused the hell out of it. I.e. North Americans. The thing is, I brought this up before in the winter podcast. What I would like to see is that they brought, at the end of the show, sort of like, because it is a History Channel, right? At the end of the show, instead of doing as many commercials, say, cut down the commercials, have like a five-minute thing at the end to sort of go through the, the show and explain, you know, okay, it, hist, you know, historically speaking, this was inaccurate, it was more like this. Since it is the History Channel, you should some have some real history after the show. You know what I mean? So you're saying instead of getting money from advertisers, they should put additional resources into making historically accurate uh, information provided at the end of the show. Well, Apparently, Pat doesn't understand how, how the real world works and how funding for TV shows work. No, no. Hey, they get funny because they have the friggin', you know, pawn shop stars on, okay? That makes <laughs> a lot of money in advertising. They can afford to give up a little bit to have some sort of historical view, you know, after the show. Well, you know, it's sort of like what Walking Dead does. They have that whole Talking Dead thing. A half an hour after the new episode, yes. they have this discussion. They could easily do the same thing for Vikings, and it would probably be more entertaining as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, it would be informative, yeah. you know. Actually, I would, would yeah, yeah, you know, you have a half an hour talk with some experts or whatever and who well, sort of talk about the time period and things that may not have been this exactly. as Bridget, it was in the show. A couple of the actors and stuff like that too, right? You know, he'll even have some of the actors from Thor, you know, Chris Helmsford. Hey, Thor, what do you think of the Vikings show? You know, stuff like that. Right, because he's a historical his, history major and, and what no, he no, studies. it doesn't matter. It's like, like, like Paul says, they get people from in The Walking Dead and, and Breaking Bad. They, they had some of the actors in there, right? Mm-hmm. So that'd be interesting if you have, like, just a different actor every once in a while just to interject of how it was like, you know, how the movie or the show projected and, you know, how they felt about it. And, hell, if you had Chris Helmsworth, who's played Thor, talking about Vikings, the show, you'd get huge ratings from that. Oh, sure you would, but how would you get him on the show? Yeah, I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> yeah, well, the worst thing he can say is no. Right. You know, be- a lot of actors do stuff, like, that you, you wouldn't think they would do, but they if, if, if it gets their interests... Uh, Listen, I'm sh- I'm sure he would do it for his show. If they're leading up to Avengers two, you might want to have you know 
him do some Thor stuff before Avengers comes out, because then he could also say, hey, by the way, you know, Thor's going to be in the new Avengers movie. Free plug. Okay. Anyway, how about we finally talk about what you want to talk about? No, it's, the, we're not, it's not time yet. I still have more, oh. team, more stuff to talk about. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so as I carry on into the movies that I've seen recently, we're going to start with the ones that I saw long. You can't see it, but I can't give you the finger. The shows that I've watched, or the movie that I've watched longest ago since we talked was Robocop. And I have also seen that movie. Okay. Paul, what did you think of Robocop? Um, if I had never seen the originals, um,. I would have thought it was a good movie. But because I have seen the originals, I have a few problems with that movie. Okay. Go ahead. Well, actually, um, yeah, you go first, Paul, and then <laughs> Dev just save it up to do it all in big keys. Well, I know, I know he is. He's just itching. Um, okay, there's really, um, it was a while ago that I saw it, like a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. but um, the one thing that irked me to no end was the fact that, you know, they replaced way more of his body than they ever did in the original movie. I was actually okay with that, but go ahead. I, I was kind of okay with it too, but what really ticked me off was they left his one arm, which was fine. <laughs> no. Uh, no. No, no. Just, just, just bear with me. Bear with me. But they didn't even give him a glove. <laughs> okay, yes. I mean, he's, he's his entire giant fucking robot, pardon my language, no, no, and, no. And, his, and his one hand... It's just regular human hand, and he's being shot at by like a million bullets. <laughs> and his hand, no protection whatsoever. That's right. And, and it's his shooting hand. Yes, and it was his shooting hand. The, the hand that and, holds the gun. And no protection whatsoever. What was the point? I know. I mean, if they had replaced that much of his body, lop the freaking arm off. Well, exactly. Oh, hold on, hold on. Paul, uh, you apparently missed the it. First movie? I know, they say it in the first movie. We, saved we don't arm. need that arm. Exactly, get rid of it. They should have done it in the second one. And then you hear the, then you hear the saw start up. <laughs> that was perfect. Paul, what, what you missed is, and I, I, didn't, I didn't want to say anything because it's, it's, it might be a spoiler for some people, but when they actually take his entire armor off and the exoskeleton off and all you see is what's left of his real body, yeah. all he has is his lungs and his brain and his face. That hand isn't attached to anything. It's just that. It's just. It, it's no, just. There was. There was. Um. Like. It was just like his skeleton was the only thing there still. That like, skeleton. If you, if you look back, you can see it. That skeleton it was. It wasn't a real skeleton though. It wasn't his real bone. Correct. That skeleton was made out of metal. It was a completely useless yes, piece of they, thing. They the, that hand would not hand. be alive. Why did they save his hand? But they. <laughs> They and couldn't have. There was. It's all metal. Like, how does his hands function? Exactly. There's there's no nerve endings. There's there's no nerve connections. There's no um. There's no tendons that, that connect back and forth. Circulation. It should start decomposing. Exactly. There, there's nothing. Yeah. They should have. They should have just thrown it in the incinerator over their shoulder with the rest of us. But that would have been a funny scene. Pop. Pop. Trunk. Like the scene from The Simpsons where the guy throws a hamper into the. Uh, yeah, it goes through the basketball net above the garbage can. <laughs> Maybe it's in the outtakes. <laughs> I don't think people will appreciate the humor for this. <laughs> okay, so so that was Robocop, and again, it was it was an okay movie. It was an enjoyable movie. Okay, um, I have to ask because I, I I still want to see it eventually, but I, I don't care if you get, I, you can't give too much away because I've already seen the original as well. Right. Now, and I don't want you to make spoilers for people either. 
Oh, uh, I have I have another little thing about that. But but do you think does it keep close to? I already talked to Dev on this outside podcast, so I want to bring it up in a podcast. Uh, do you think it stayed close to the original's theme of you know man versus machine, corporations, and all that sort of thing? It, it doesn't tie into the mindless and the hateful corporations the way the original did. In the original, the corporation was an evil entity. It didn't care about an an, an, an individual person. It was just uncaring. Sure, like okay. It, it, it was more just amoral. Bottom line, this is what we need to do. Right. It, it, it was it was the equivalent of a sociopath. Pretty much definition of corporations. Yes. Yep. So, and in this, it's there's a little bit of that. I mean, the uh, the the people who run the corporation don't really care about Murphy or his wife. They only care about the product. So, in in that aspect, yes, they did. It was very similar, but what's missing from it is the you know the the police strike that that causes this to happen in the first place. This is more just them wanting to make more money by being able to sell their uh, their weaponized um, robots in the United States. That was, was the whole it, it the was whole more than that because they were they were actually technically illegal. Right. So all but what... which which was what really kind of peeved me off was because he's there trying to get to his wife or whatever at the end he's fighting the three giant robots mm-hmm. and all the other the small robots and i'm like well if they're well, illegal why 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 are they why are they why are they security in this building well if that's that's just it they're out. they're there illegally uh thanks for no spoilers here guys <laughs> you may want to put this up when you put the pod that was put a that, note that was that was the scene. It was in the original. Yeah. Uh, no. No. The, the, these are scenes actually from the uh, trailer, so it's it's nothing they haven't seen before. Yeah. Um, but what what I wanted to say is, so in the original, uh, the whole the whole reasoning behind why the RoboCop uh, thing was put into place in the first place was because the cops were going on strikes, and in fact, the the real cops, like the the, the, the cops, were being run by a corporation anyway. So a corporation had 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 won the the bidding process in order to fund them and in order to um, to supply them with weaponry and, and armor and and uh, vehicles, that sort of thing. So there had been a bidding process, and it basically they had privatized the uh, the policing of the city of, of Detroit. Yes. In this one, it's not like that at all. So the cops are still the cops. Uh, everyone's still doing their thing. But America has decided that they don't want autonomous robots who whose brains can be hacked, whose programming can be subverted to have any sort of authority over humans, and which totally makes sense. But so the, the company is going, well, you know, we've been sending these robots out into the, uh, into the rest of the world, and they've made everyone happier, and they've made everyone safer, and there's no, more, there's no more terror, there's no more worries, everyone there is happy that we're there. So they're, they're basically doing a, a big propaganda uh, run on the American people to try to repeal this law that says, oh, you can't have robots in power, uh, positions of power or authority on United States soil. Okay. So the whole reasoning behind the movie is the company wants to make more money. That's the bottom line of the movie. Everything they do, all the evil, all the people that die, it's all so that the company can make a few extra bucks by selling to a whole untapped market. I suppose there's there's one other thing I want to talk about, but yeah, it would be considered a spoiler, so feel free to cut this, Dev, okay. if it becomes an issue. But what I didn't like about it was that Murphy was given a choice. Well, he wasn't really. No, his he was, his he wife was, was given, given a choice. They were given a choice. In the original movie, he's, he was 
He was dead. He was Correct. basically dead. They, That's they, what they're like, they, and they used him. This one, he was given a choice. His wife was discussed. It was discussed with her. She was given the choice, and it happened. That's not the way it was supposed. That's not the way the story was written. That was not the way it should have happened. No, I agree. With you. That makes more sense because it was sort of like the un, again uncaring corporation. Because like, hey, he's insured by us. He's our body. We do what we want with him. Right, exactly. He signed a contract so that when he died, he became OCP property. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, and, and, and they made it even worse in this one was because, yeah, he chose to do it, but then what do they do when he starts acting, in, you know, with an... In, with a okay, now... now no, sit, 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 stop. Stop right there. Now you're getting stop right there. You know? No more. Okay, I won't say anything, okay. but, you know, they gave him a choice, or did they? Right. Well, again, I like the original one where it's sort of like, here's the situation, here's what's happening, he's dead, he's our meat, we can use him how we want to, mm -hmm. no one gets a say in it. That was that was further further reason why they lopped off his arm. And, and in <laughs> fact, hold on, yeah, the, like, there's, there's another thing to that, in that they didn't even tell anyone who he was. It's only yeah. by fluke that someone recognized him and started calling him by his first name, or yes. by his last name. Nope. And that's where the whole thing started to go wrong for them because then he started remembering stuff. Right. Stuff like whereas, whereas in this, he's actually a PR stunt. Like the whole, the whole reasoning behind making Robocop is to show that oh, robots. Like he, he's basically the poster child for robotic uh, policing. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, good movie. Um, I enjoyed it, and I think people who do see it will enjoy it as well. Okay, so that was the third last movie that I've seen. <laughs> There's another movie that came in between. Actually, there's two more movies that I'm going to talk about before we get to what Pat really wants to talk about. <laughs> I know. I may throw in another one if you don't bring it up. Now, as listeners to the uh, the podcast know, I've had a crazy beef with uh, Kevin Costner for a very long uh, time. You're lucky, Pat. That was the movie I was going to talk about. Uh, can, you, can you pause there, Dev? Pause. Uh, okay. That's my door. Uh, welcome back to the uh, Out of the Basement podcast, episode number 25. Okay, so when we last left off, we were talking about movies that I had seen. And you were about to start into your Kevin Costner rant. Right, so I have this hatred of Kevin Costner. Um, I've boycotted every movie he's been in from the year 1995 up until this year, when I was forced to sit through two movies where he played cameo roles. The first one being the, uh, the, this new, the new Superman movie, Man of Steel. The second one being the new Jack Ryan movie. Well, I guess my boycott is done because I fell to the prey of uh, Three Days to Kill. Oh, okay, yes, yes. So I remember when we talked about that when it came out, you are like, I am not watching that. I know, I know, but I don't know. The, the storyline was somewhat interesting, and despite the fact that he was in it, I, I kind of wanted to see what it was. So I broke down and finally watched Three Days to Kill. So the boycott has has officially ended. And what did you think? I liked it. It was it was a fun movie. It, it's it's one of those movies where you have to turn off your mind and turn off any reasonable thoughts of realism or um, accuracy or <laughs> nonfiction. Where this sixty year old guy apparently is like this superhero who goes out and kills ten guys without anyone noticing. Like just using him as an action star is the the biggest flaw of the movie, because he really isn't an action star. I like, I like Bruce Willis. Well, yeah, Bruce Willis isn't really an action... Well, okay, he was awesome in in his heyday, when he was yes. still young and doing 
like the original um, Die Hard Die Hard movies. But uh, yeah, he has he has gone downhill as well. So anyway, Three Days to Kill was actually quite quite fun. So then I saw another movie on Wednesday. But before we get to that, I'm going to talk about the movie I just finished seeing today. Are you? <laughs> I just, wanna, I just, just before you, I just want to say, okay. I tried to watch Three Days to Kill. I made it about halfway before I gave up. On really? Yes. So you didn't find it mindlessly um, enjoyable? It got really stupid. I, I gave up as soon as he's tried to teach his seventeen-year-old daughter how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, you know what? I gave this movie a good shot. But I can't do it anymore. Okay. <laughs> so I stopped at that point. Okay. So today, I watched a movie which I'm only going to talk about... Well, there's there's three reasons why I'm going to talk about it. One, because it's going to piss Pat off. Yeah, I know. Two, because it's a Canadian film and um, and stars a lot of somewhat famous Canadian people, but also has a lot of like really famous actors in it, too. Like um, um, the guy who played in Corner Gas, if, if you're a Canadian and you've seen oh, Corner Gas... Uh, Brent, Brent, but yeah, so he's the he's the main star, but it also stars uh, Amy something or other. Amy Smart. Amy Smart, yes. So this is a movie called No Clue, which takes place in Vancouver, and this femme fatale walks into a uh, private investigator's office, talks about how her brother has gone missing, and she's really worried, and she wants the private investigator to investigate. Although it turns out that the private investigator's office was two doors down on the hallway in which he works, and he actually is like a novelty salesman. But since the private investigator is gone and not going to be back for at least a couple of weeks, he decides he's going to pretend to be a private investigator to help out this beautiful woman. It, if, if you have watched Corner Gas and enjoy the kind of humor that's in Corner Gas and the, the way that Brett Butt Brent Butt speaks and his his dry sense of humor. You're gonna love this movie. It was so it was so much fun. Like I could not stop laughing throughout the whole movie. It was really really well done. Plus Amy Smart's in it and she's an awesome actor. And and James Cochran, George Cochran, the guy who always plays who who played Champ in um, in uh, Anchorman. The you know, the whammy guy. He's in it as 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 Brent Butt's best friend. Um, yeah, so there's there's a bunch of relatively okay or well-known people in the movie as well. Really good. I very much enjoyed it. I just came back from it. Like, it ended about an hour ago, and I've been laughing ever since. Okay, I just, re- I just re- remembered something that I should mention. Oh, oh, shield. Oh, I'll mm-hmm. kill you guys. Now, this is, this is last week's episode. Bill Paxton was in it. Oh, cool. He was in it for most of the film, most and, of the show. And too. does he play? He seems to be a recurring character that's going to be coming back. Does he play like a suit? Does he play a no? He plays uh, a power. He plays an agent that goes with them in the storyline. He's badass. Okay, so he's a suit. He guns up the wazoo. Okay, so. and he played the role really well. But 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 he's not a cape though. He's a suit. Um, think of Ward. I don't know who Ward is. You don't know who Agent Ward is? No. I haven't watched any of the shows. Okay, um, he's, he's, he's a field agent, basically. Right, right. But he's, he's, he's like, he's like one, he's like Coulson without the suit, commando style. Okay, so he's not a superpower. He's no, a regular he's, human. He's regular human. Okay. There, there's, there's no superpower main characters in this show. Wait, don't, aren't the people who work there somewhat powered, though? No. Don't they have They're minor powers? Like Coulson, 
who is a regular agent. They're oh. just really smart or really skilled at what they do. Oh, really? I thought, I thought they the had... the entire premise behind Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is they're just the agents. And, and they're, the, and they're just... Dev. That's why some people have a problem with it. Because it's not supers, and they wanted supers. Although they're kind of bringing them into the fold. The supers are making an appearance here and there. Right. But the bad guys are chasing down are super-powered, or mi minorly powered. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But yes, Bill Paxson was in it, and he they set him up to being a, a recurring character. Cool. So I like Bill Paxson. Yeah, he, he did really well in the role. I was really, as soon as I saw him come on the screen, I was cheering inside. So, the okay, last role I saw him, and I didn't like it too much. So, so are, you, are you guys now finally finished screwing around with me? <laughs> are we okay. So, well, I don't know, Paul, do you have anything else to talk about? Uh, no, I ran out. Okay. I'm I guess. Sure give me five minutes, I can find something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about this awesome book that I read a long time ago. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's talk about the new movie that just is starting, is opening this weekend called Gate, um, sorry, called uh, 300 Rise of an Army or? Rise of an Empire. Rise of an Empire. Um, so I went to see it uh, on Wednesday, thanks to big shout out to our good friend Dwayne, who somehow managed to win free tickets for two, and apparently his wife had no interest in seeing it, so he's like, Dev, you'll want to see this movie. And I said, yes, yes, I would. <laughs> so we got to see the, uh, the advanced screening on Wednesday, and I can just say that it was incredible. It was everything I was hoping that it would be and more. Um, the, the, there's a bunch of stuff that happens on the ocean, which was really cool to see naval combat. Yeah, they um, the trailers and stuff. That was yeah. Funny. And I want to say a good 60% like a, a of the combat that happens in this movie takes place in the, in the water. Actually, maybe even like 80% of the combat oh, takes so place our, in the water. Friend, uh, Bruce on the other side of the island might, or the water might like it. Our friend who was in the naval service? Yes. Yeah, he might enjoy it. Um, although, I don't know, some of the some of the tactics used may be somewhat silly or um, not quite realistic. In that their their ships, the Greek ships, seem to move very very quickly, even though it only had people powering them. Well, but that is the thing that the Greeks did have an advantage. Their ships were much more maneuverable. Maybe. Um, well, they, they, I, they may. I haven't seen it yet, so they may have overplayed it. They may have. But uh, the thing I, is, that was, that was the huge advantage they had. That's how they won, was their ships were actually more maneuverable uh, than the other guys. Than the, uh, and it also showed the difference between using slaves as your, uh, as your rowers and actually trained people who, uh, aren't, who aren't being whipped <laughs> as they're rowing. They're doing it yeah. because, they're, uh, because of their love for their people. Anyway. The, well, not love, yeah, it's like, yeah, the, the, like, same as the Vikings and stuff. It's like, hey, if I have a stake in this thing, exactly. I care more as opposed to... Wait, you're whipping me, and if I don't roll fast enough, you'll die? Yeah. But I'm going to my death anyway. Right, and... <laughs> so, fuck you! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, my beat's off. Fuck you. So, the main problem, though, that I have with a movie is, again, the historical aspect of it. In that, throughout the whole movie, they're talking about, oh, Greece this, Greece that, we're, we're Greeks. People in that area, during that time, didn't think of themselves as a united people. Oh, God, no, no. They, 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 they right. were Spartan, uh, Right. Right, so there was this. There was no overarching Greece, where because they do talk about how they're okay. I'm from Athens. I'm an Athenian, and they, they talk about their their city love. But 
over overarching above all of that seems to be this whole unified or not not quite unified, but they're moving towards it uh, notion of Greece. But that that notion didn't even exist back then. There was no thought of a united Greek um, nation. There were just these individual city states. Right, that happened more like in the 1600s, the 1400s, whatever. Later, much later on in history, did that become a unified part of um, uh, a unified group of people? So that that was my main flaw with the movies. Every time they used the word Greek, I cringed. My issue with the had was was from the very first one too. Was we're gonna fight for freedom? Yeah. Uh, no, no, you're not fighting for freedom. You're fighting for, well, you're fighting for your state. Correct. To stay free, but you're not free men. Correct. You're the king, who makes the decisions. You're a monarchy. Well, it's a it's a democratic monarchy though. Like even though they Spartan. had a king. Spartan okay. Was not a democratic okay. Not 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 Sparta. Sparta was the fucking. I'm the king. Fuck you all. Right. Athens had the democracy. Athens, if you were... If you were a free man, not if you were a slave. Yeah, yeah. let's not forget they had slaves. Apparently there's a whole lot of ifs. Yeah. Well, it's the same as, you know, it's like, yeah, if you were rich and uh, had land, yep. you then you could, yes, then you had to vote. But, but even then, they, they would call themselves helots, not Greeks. Yes. And so that, that yes. The, the terminology used basically is what pissed me off. So if you can overlook that, and I'm sure 95% of the people out there who see the movies will overlook that, and they won't care about it, it won't bother you at all. But as someone who's actually done a lot of, uh, taken a lot of historical courses, read a lot of historical books, that portion of it kind of irked me. And the inaccuracy of that it was only the 300 Spartans that, that held that line, and they were the only ones there, whereas everyone else was uh, was safe in their own beds. That's actually not true either. No, well, they showed that sort of in the... They, no. It's not just the Athenians. There was a whole bunch of collections of different people that were involved holding Thermopylae. Right. There were, there were actually more like 1,000 people or close to 5,000 people at Thermopylae holding that line Three, the, the main line of which, the, the, the 300 Greeks, yes, that they, they are the Spartans, they formed the core, but there was like a thousand other people there helping them. It wasn't just those 300. And it was actually um, very unusual in that they managed to get this many city-states to actually send people to help them out, even if they weren't quite as good fighters as the Greeks were. Whereas in the, in the second movie, it's all about the unification of like the, the Spartans lay their lives down, they become the martyrs, and then all of Greeks, all of Greece unifies behind their, their, their sacrifice. So, it, it's a little irksome, but really, really fun movie to watch. Okay. Except so for I, the scene with the horse. It's, it's, it's still worthwhile to watch. Oh, absolutely. Every, every single sure, person I'm should sure see it. It looks great in uh, the IMAX uh, 3D effects. Well, we saw it in 3D, we didn't see it in IMAX, but I, I imagine that IMAX is just as good. Now, if you were one of those people who didn't like the look of the first movie and, and didn't like it based on the cinematography, then don't see it, because it's exactly the same. Okay. Everything that you saw in that first movie, you will see in this movie, too. Really good. Do you want to see it again? I, I do want to see it again. Good, just call me when you do. <laughs> I would like to see it. Well, let me know when you want to go, and I will accommodate. Okay, so that's uh, that's our old business, our weeks in gaming and or the hobby. Now let's talk about news and rumors. Anyone have anything cool to talk about? 
Bob besides the fact that we already had done all of that. Well, in that case, I will start talking about some uh, amazing Kickstarters that I'm part of and that everyone should should join me for. Okay. I was going to say, though, for news and rumors or stuff, I was going to say, uh, for me, uh, because of the, uh, I think there's going to be a Lady Sith movie before there'll be a Wonder Woman movie. I would find that hard to believe because they're already in the process of making Wonder Woman part of Man of Steel 2. There's, and, there's gonna be a movie. Oh, oh, you mean like a solo movie? A solo movie. Yeah, that that may not happen. I think they're they're gonna go straight to Justice League without doing a solo Wonder Woman. Which is wrong. Which uh, I'm a solo. I'm okay with it. What you don't want Super Wonder Woman to have her own movie? I, I'm not saying I don't want it. I, I'm saying the woman they chose to play Wonder Woman isn't the right actress, and that I don't want to see her as Wonder Woman in a full movie. Really? Yep. At all. This is the one who plays Lady Sif, though. It's no, not, it's not no. no, it's not. It's the woman who played the girl in white in the last two uh, Fast and Furious movies. The, right, the right. Israeli woman. See, like I said, so definitely there'll be a, um, a Sith, Lady movie. Sith movie before there is a uh, Wonder Woman movie then. Oh, the woman who plays Lady Sith would actually make a better Wonder Woman, Wonder woman than Gal Gadot. Okay, let's talk about uh, Kickstarter. I'm only going to talk about two because all the rest have actually completed their runs. So the, the, the first one I brought to everyone's attention was this game called Kingdom Come Deliverance. It's yeah. um, a historical video game set in the... set in... Um, set around Poland in like the, the 15th or 16th century. Maybe, maybe actually maybe 14th century. So, and meant to be purely historical in that there's no fantasy, there's no magic. It's just medieval life as it would have been in the 14th century. And that one I'm really looking forward to. So it's going to be, again, a first-person combat similar to... Or, sorry, it's going to be first or third-person. I think it's first-person, so unlike Skyrim. Um, but, again, in a in a medieval setting. So that one's going to be incredibly good. More importantly, and this one still has six days left to go, Darkest Dungeon by Red Hook Studios. This game... Oh my god, I cannot wait for this game. I can't tell you how excited I am this game is coming around. So, it has turn-based combat. It has all the aspects of the old um, rogue game that we used to play, where it was just ASCII characters and you were doing a dungeon crawl. Right, 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 right. So they bring that aspect to it in that there's a map in one of the corners, and you put together a party of adventurers, and each of the members of your party are unique characters, in that they all have their own particular desires they have their own um they have their they have different activities that that please them or that piss them off or that stress them out and they react differently to stimuli when you're crawling through the dungeon so every time you you encounter a wandering group of monsters and start fighting them the effect of you being in that dungeon causes stress on the characters oh as as the people are reacting to the stress. So, like, say you're, you have this Templar-like character in the front, a crusader who is, uh, like, a noble knight, and he scores a mighty blow. Everyone's mood is lifted by this, so everyone gets, like, a bonus to their, uh, to their, uh, I, don't, I don't remember what they're calling it, sanity, I guess? So they get, they get a bonus to their sanity. And all of a sudden, he gets hit by a, uh, by a blow and gets knocked down and dies, and everyone just starts to freak out, so they get massive stress laid upon them. And, uh, and depending on how they react to the stress, they may pick up little quirks, or they may pick up 
bonuses, like they become stronger or braver, or they pick up afflictions where they become you know, <laughs> abusive, or uh, one becomes like a cannibal. <laughs> like, so they, there's all sorts of crazy shit that can happen based on um, how, your, how the individual people in your party react to what happens to them in a dungeon. And the cool thing is, you don't have just, say, four adventures. You have a roster of, like, ten guys. So, say one guy has gotten too stressed out because he's gone through too many adventures in a row. So you send him off into town. There's a whole town portion as well where you're not in the dungeons. So you send him to, to uh, say, you send him to the brothel in the town. And he spends a couple of days just frolicking and raising his sanity and raising his contentment level. Meanwhile, you might have a nun who's also traveling with you. Well, she obviously wouldn't get sent to there, so you send her off to the church to pray. So she gets her sanity back by through through prayer. Then you have, like, say, a scoundrel who's like a gambler, so you send him off to the inn where he gambles and drinks and carouses and th- therefore raises his sanity. Like, so you, you actually have to micro... Not micromanage, but you have to manage your people based on their individual quirks, and each one of them become real people to you. And so the game also has permadeath, so that if one of your guys dies in the dungeon, he dies. He's gone. And you have to worry about, oh my god, who's going to take his place? Do we recruit a new guy? So it looks like it's so much fun. And it's done, all the art is done kind of almost cartoony, but it's done a very dark gothic look. Mm-hmm. So I, I would just suggest, I'm going to put a link to it in the, in the show notes, the link to the to Kickstarter. Yeah. I, w- I would suggest everyone watch the videos, because the videos will just capture you and you'll go i want this game like i seriously want this game to come out tomorrow even in an alpha state even if i can only do one dungeon over and over again i just want to start playing this game i want it to happen today and i want to play it every day for the rest of my life it looks so good obviously devrim i think likes the game that's what i'm sort of getting out of this i cannot rave enough about how much i want this game to come out tomorrow and the kickstarter hasn't even completed yet it's not coming out until like december or january of next year i don't know how i'm gonna wait i seriously don't it's going to kill me. So anyway, that's that's one. There's another game called Starcrawlers, which is kind of similar to the original, say, Castle Wolfenstein. It's, it's almost like a 3D, but again, you have a party with you. But this is set in the future, so you have space pirates, or smugglers, or a doctor, or whatever, traveling with you and your party. And you, it's, it's, it's again, it's a dungeon crawl, but this time it's a, a 3D dungeon crawl, so you're you, it's it's first person view. You're in a corridor. You take a you step you step forward. You move one block. You can turn left and right and move one block that way. But again, it's all futuristic and, and sci-fi. So that one looks kind of cool. That that's called Star Crawlers. Uh, needless to say, I'm not looking as forward to that as I am <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> Seriously, I cannot rave enough about how awesome this game is going to be. Just watch the videos. I'm gonna. Le- I, I linked the original Kickstarter in our Facebook page, so you can find it there. But if you wait until this episode gets released, and of course you won't hear it until after I release the episode and put the Facebook post. But when you do, you'll see the links to it in there too. And I, I was just everyone just go and check it out. All right, cool. Anyone else have news and rumors? Uh, well, no, it's the ones I was talking about for you know the uh, earlier. So. Other news or... No, but uh, upcoming movies, I'm looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, when is that coming out? Is there a date set? Uh, yes, there is. Let me just check. I think it's summertime. I don't want to be specific yet, but... 
I thought it was June. Oh, actually, yeah, Sin City, a game to uh, kill for. Right, Sin City 2. That one looks really good. That's supposed to, actually, that's supposed to be this year, too. Guardians of the Galaxy. That could have tied into... 2014, but yeah, uh, Sin City is actually, they got the trailer out, just came out this week. And uh, August this year. Sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy in August. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Sin City, it just came out with the trailer, and... Uh, I hadn't, I'd forgotten about that one, because it sort of, I guess, went to the, that's also August this year. Oh, that is Marvel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that explains a few things that happened in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last night. <laughs> Don't say anything more. I'm not, but I'm just going to say that explains, I didn't know they were coming out with a movie of it. That explains a few things. I mean, I understand, <laughs> I understand, where, I understand where Marvel's doing this to try and get more people to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Right, because it's it's a gimmick, right? It's it's sort of there. I'm not sure if I like it then, because that sort of stinks. Well, not stinks, but it smells like desperation of watch the show so you're going to get hints about the movie. In my mind, the, the the show should be able to stand on its own without all the. It does, but they're just trying to keep it tied into the. No, no, they're, no, they're not trying to keep it tied in. They're doing it on purpose, especially with stuff like you say like this, so people watch the show to try and get hits. See, the show yeah, but they, the, the, the show doesn't need that, though. And it's gotten to the point the where white, they don't need to advertise it as that. They the just white. throw these little tidbits in to entice you to see the movies when they come out. But the show can stand alone by itself. It doesn't need that stuff. Uh -huh. They just It just all kind of they, comes together. Yeah, but if they're putting that in there, that's, I mean, well, it's sort of advertising for them. It is sort of free advertising. But it's free advertising. What he's saying is... It's all the same company. What he's saying is it's it's free advertising for the movie, not for the TV show. It's not saying no, it's you have to watch the watch a TV show to try and get a chance to see. But that, if you're going to go see these movies and you and you feel the sort of loyalty towards this this genre and 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 the storyline of these movies, you're going to be watching the the TV show anyway, just yeah. because. Yeah. What what if you're going if you're going to go to all the effort to see these movies, you're going to watch the TV show that's made by the same people that are making these movies. That's just the way I look at it. No, but I mean, what I'm saying, there are, I, I'm coming from the reverse, guys. I'm saying they're putting that in there so the fans, people who not necessarily watch the TV show, now start watching it to see stuff about the upcoming movies. Wrong. Because that, that's not what Paul's saying. That's not what Paul's saying happened no, last week. I'm saying this. But, this but I'm saying you're wrong. <laughs> you're, you're looking at it the wrong way. That's not what they're doing. What you're assuming they're doing is putting in bits that if you don't see, if you don't watch the show, the movie won't make sense. That's not what's happening. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. No, you're, that, you're, that is you're what you're saying. saying. Yeah, I'm saying they put the stuff in the show on purpose to get people to watch the show because they want higher ratings. No, if you don't watch the show, then you don't know that they put in tidbits that have anything to do with the, sh the movie that, that that's coming up that you're going to watch. See, I didn't know up until right now, so therefore that didn't make me want to go watch the show. I'm going to see the movie. You don't pay attention to too much TV news, though. You don't pay that much attention to TV news, though, Dev. Right? The people who do care about the, sh about the movie that's coming up will already be watching the show. Very much, you don't pay attention to TV or TV news. The people that do would be aware that Marvel does this. Right, and they will already be watching the show. So therefore, how are they driving more people? If you really want to watch these movies and you're following these movies, then it's pretty much a guarantee that you're also watching the TV show. Exactly. 
and the people who don't care about the movie won't will not be and enticed to watch the show anymore just because it happens to have a tie into a movie that they're not going to watch. watch the movies and watch the TV show. Listen, Guardians of the Galaxy is such a um, no, no, just never mind. Overall, I'm talking overall. Uh -huh. More people watch the Marvel movies than they watch the TV show. Sure. Right. So this is a way to try and get more people to watch the TV show. Anyway, we're, what we're saying is you're wrong. So let's move on to something else. Uh, I'm right. <laughs> we'll it's let our listeners it's decide. No TV shows. It's an old ploy for TV. Whatever, Pat. Yeah. That's why they do. That's why a lot of TV shows did crossovers and stuff like that to help out shows that weren't doing quite as well. And you'd advertise it. Like, hey, cool. Watch this. If you like this TV show, watch him. That actor is going to be in this show. Just saying, that's the thing that TV shows do. So, does anyone have any other news and rumors? Um, no, no, just again looking forward to uh, Comic Con. I'm looking at uh, the cast for Guardians of the Galaxy, mm -hmm. and every single actor I've seen in something else that I know they're a good actor. Well, no, no, they've got a great cast for uh, mm -hmm. Guardians it's, of the Galaxy, it's an incredible cast, you know. It's uh, even these people that I don't think I would know, I've seen all of them in another movie before, or a TV show or something. Mm -hmm. Well, Dev, do you know Vin Diesel's in it? Isn't he the voice of the raccoon? Yeah. He does a voice. He does, yeah. I don't think he's actually... No, but B Batista is there. Yes, he is. Uh, the wrestler Batista? The no, he does. Vin Diesel does the tree. The oh, the tree. The, the tree that the rocket raccoon sits atop of? Yes. Gotcha. Uh, Chris Pat. Zoe Zadina. Uh, but Dave Batista, he's Drax the Destroyer. Come on, Karen Gillian, you know that. Please tell me you know where she's from. Yeah. Oh, Benedict, Bene, Benicio Del Toro is in it. Oh, it's a collector. That's right there from the end of the uh, last Thor movie. That was Benicio Del Toro? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yep. and Close is in it too. But more importantly, long before that movie comes out, we've got. Um, Captain America 2, Winter Soldier, coming out. Yes. Uh, first week of April, I believe. Yep. I won't be here in order to watch it. You won't, but no. you'll be watching it. I'll, I'll be in Chicago. I, I won't have a chance to see it until I get back. Okay. Oh, so we can watch it before you. You, you might be able to. And do a podcast and go, hey, Jeff, guess what? We saw it. We did Yeah, except that the next podcast that goes out will be the Live from Adepticon, that the second annual Live from Adepticon show. Where everyone who's at Adepticon will be included, and we'll do like a little roundtable. No, but we also did that last time. We also did a podcast after you came back. Right, and we'll do one after I come back as well. But by the time that we do the podcast after I come back, I will have already seen the movie. Are you sure? What yeah. The podcast right the day after you come back. We plan for it the day after you come back. Because I mysteriously won't be there, and as I'm the one who records and cuts and posts the podcast... I have control of like you I kind of have control over when we do it, and I'll ensure that I see it before that. Damn you. Alright, so, anything else? You knew this, Pat. Why are we going So, n anything new to talk about? Anything, like, w well, we've moved from news and rumors into the miscellaneous at the end? Um, well, no, it's like, uh, for gaming stuff, I haven't done any gaming, like, uh, I haven't seen too much new gaming stuff or comic books out there. Oh, actually, we no, could, like, we, we could talk about our Pendragon thing. 
Um, well, I was going to say, I went to a comic book shop recently, mm-hmm. and oh my god, I'm so out of touch with some of the comics now. I'm just like, who are these people on the X-Men? Who the fuck is this? What? It's just crazy. I've lost so much contact with the comics. I have no idea. Yeah, for a while, there was a good six or seven years where I was picking up a bunch of graphic novels or, or um, the, the regular serial comics as they were being released in a graphic novel format like a collection at the end of the year I was picking those up Yeah. but even that I haven't done in probably about th- four or five years so I'm a little far behind as well yeah but like I said it's, it's amazing how much they, they, they change things over oh sure hell the DC Universe is completely rebooted with a new 52 yeah, I'm not a big fan of that idea. I read some stuff. I'm like, oh. I'm not a big fan either. Um, the Superman comic that they have is okay. The Superboy comic is ridiculously stupid. I don't like it at all. Supergirl's not too bad. Those are the only ones I've really kept in touch with over the last, say, two years. Well, that's because yeah, you've like see, I said that I've never been a big fan of Superman. I know because I grew up when he was he could do everything. The only thing that would stop him would be magic or. A different color kryptonite. Or psionics. Nope. No, it was just magic or kryptonite. We don't think he was weak to. Well, he's... His will was so much that he even psionics wouldn't be able to get into his brain. That's incorrect. Yeah, it was... Well, hey, dude, that's what, that's what they did. You know, that's so limiting as a writer. So, what color polka dot kryptonite did you ever come up this, you know, month? Um, before I did the Pendragon one, yeah, that's actually pretty interesting because obviously we'll have to... Uh, pick that up again when I come back. Oh, actually, for news and rumors, we can also talk about uh, the new Gotham show that's about to start. New Gotham show? Yeah, did you, did you not hear about this? No. So they're doing a show, it's, it's mainly a, a cop-based show that deals with Commissioner Gordon when he was still a B-cop. Oh, okay. So before Bruce Wayne comes back as Batman, yeah. it's, it's going to be the police officer um, Gordon wandering the streets of Gotham. Oh. They're going to be introducing all the, the main characters that you know, so uh, what's his name is going to be in there? Um, oh, there we go. So there's going to be a young Bruce Wayne and a young Selena Kyle. Right, so there's definitely going to be a, a young Bruce Wayne. Uh, apparently uh, there's going to be a young uh, Coswald, uh, Cos- Oswald Copperpot, who's um, the Penguin, of course, yep. who will be kind of like the, the, the right-hand man or the henchman to a, a, lar- uh, a bigger boss Played by some female. I don't. I don't know who she is or what her backstory is going to be. But it's basically going to be a street level detective well, show. He's not, he's not commissioner at this point in time. Exactly. It's a street level police detective show. Takes place in Gotham City. You Sounds know, like it could be very good. The Agents of Shield. Uh, could, quite possibly. To show the fact that hey, it actually you could do, you know, the the side stories of the heroes. Right. And, and this sort of, to me, brings up the thing that we were talking about last one, where Star Wars, there's so much stuff in Star Wars, why do you have to focus on, you know, the Han Solo, the Chewbacca, and that? There's, you've got a galaxy. You could have friggin' tons of shows set in that universe, of even during the Rebellion or the Empire and stuff like that. There's so many stories you could do for different types of TV shows or, you know, movies, you know. Because I think the movies would still do well. All you have to do is attach a Star Wars, like the books. They all they do is put Star Wars in the title somewhere, and people would buy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, a TV show for Star Wars would be expensive, and I don't know if it would work. 
But they obviously have the Clone Wars going on in the animated movies. Yeah, but that's animated, and animation is a hell of a lot cheaper than CGI, right? Oh, especially nowadays, yes, yes. Although, if they did it, like, I'm sure Game of Thrones is incredibly expensive to do, so if they can do oh, Game sorry. of Thrones, they could certainly do Star Wars. And if they made it gritty and realistic and and not necessarily Force-related, so if they... And if not they, on Tatooine. And not on Tatooine. In fact, not not on... Like, maybe Coruscant, but even then, I, I don't think I'd want to see it on any major planet. I want to see it... Because like, th- there's an entire universe, like you said. You just go to a system that has nothing to do with them and just deal with the internal politics of what happens there. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, you know, the, the struggle between them and their... You know, are they going to join the rebellion? Do they fight the Empire? Blah, blah, right. blah. You get tons of stories. Right, they're, now, they're just they far have, enough away... You can even have regular Empire troops be there, you know, other day-to-day, you know, like not all the time, but every once in a while, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the office. I'm just a just a worker, you know. Do I talk? But if you think about it, if they did it on Coruscant, there, that's a lot of CGI. You do it on Tatooine, it's not a lot of CGI. It's a desert. No, but sure if you can find one to film it. But why not do it in a city planet somewhere in the in the in the back reaches of the... Uh, they of should the... do it on Nar Shaddaa, to be honest. No, absolutely not. No, of course no. they should. No, no known planet. Pick a new planet. Pick something. Yeah, but you got a gritty underworld on Nar Shaddaa. You have plenty of stories that you could do. With yeah, that. but you could do a gritty underworld anywhere. It doesn't have to be Nar Shaddaa. No. If you do it on Nar Shaddaa, then you have to worry about CGIing in huts. Yes. And dealing with the cartel and the, and the crime syndicates. And you can actually get away from all of that and go to something and do something completely different. You could exactly. do a Western... Set in the Star Wars universe on yeah, some backwards and, and planet. And also that way, there they could tie into the new movies coming in. Sure. You know, if they wanted to, like after after the the Empire's fallen, you could deal with the changes in this planet. You know, oh, the Emperor's dead. What's going on? You know, the governor's trying to take over. There's now a fight against the governor who's trying to you know seize power. You know, like that, and then have the tie-ins to the upcoming Star Wars movie later on. And maybe some of the Imperials are actually good people, just yes. um, struggling underneath an oppressive regime. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, you know, Luke Skywalker wanted to be part of the Empire. He wanted to be, you know, join the Academy. Yeah, exactly. He wanted to go be a fighter pilot. Yeah, because hey, well, the brainwashing, the propaganda machine is, hey, join the join the Empire, travel places, see things. You know, they don't know when they first sign up. So again, yeah, pick a planet somewhere where there's all this, the Emperor's now dead or been for a while, there's all this changes going on. It's still like, you heard about, ooh, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, but you don't meant see them. You just talk about them. And actually, if you want to watch a, a show which kind of goes down that, that same alley, uh, Geek and Sundry has one of their webisodes or web series called um, uh, Star- Space Janitors Space, Space mm. that, that kind of deals with low-level people living in the Empire. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, that was it's, a, it's a good one. I was concerned about the fact that he had that cleaners and stuff like that in <laughs> Death Star, mm-hmm. you know? Actually, speaking of uh, Geek and Sundry, I also came across a new show, a new uh, web show they have called Capes, which deals with superheroes, um, but not superheroes that you know of. It, it's actually pretty good, too. Okay. Did you see the uh, link I put on for uh, a new... Sort of, sort of silver age type movie. Uh, you just put it on yesterday, and I haven't seen it yet. Now, okay, it's called Sparks, and it's taking place in 1948. Oh, really, the 40s? 
Yeah, well, that's like you said, Silver Age time. Yeah. But it, and this comes back to the fact of like, okay, I mean, the names are going to be lame because try and use a name that has not been used in any sort of comic or movie or anything anywhere. Yeah. Although if it's the 1940s, you could use any name, even if it's one that has been used later on in the in the. No, in, because you then it's still copyrighted, right? I you suppose. can't use Batman, or you can't use you know Colossus because that's actually owned by another company. Right. So this is where it's having problems. I still want to see the idea that uh, for on our webpage, in case people haven't actually seen it on Facebook, the uh, Carl Urban talking about possible new sequences or a sequel to Dread, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. DVDs sales have been quite good. Um, I've been meaning to get it. Yeah, it, it's excellent. I mean, I, I like to get it also to see all the added features they might have in it. Right. Um, do you have it, Dev? Or I do have it. I have it on Blu-ray though. Okay, is there any added features or anything? Or uh, I don't think I've watched any added features. Okay. So I can try, if you do, put them on, put them on the, the page and let us know what okay. it's like. Um, but yeah, because the, the DVD sales have been doing well enough, it's gone from like probably not to maybe. Um, and I'd like to see a sequel. As you know, we've all talked about it before. Yes, the special effects not the special effects but the seascape was not as good as the Stallone one and and the armor was was good but the the bikes were terrible yeah exactly the armor looked good the bikes needed to be more like the real bikes they used again not the jet bikes although that worked but just bigger nastier bigger yeah. looking bikes um but Carl Urban did a great job in my mind absolutely as, as Dread. yep although he shouldn't have taken his helmet off yeah, but you never actually saw his face. Oh, I guess that's true. They they did stick to that. It was it they was Stallone. It was like it was dark before he it was like you know shadowy and stuff like right. that. So then he put the helmet on, which which worked perfectly well because you've seen that before in the comics where they just have the you know the head sort of backlit, but you don't actually see the face or anything. Right. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I would like to see a sequel. And so people buy more DVDs of it. Great. Did anyone watch the Oscars? Just speaking of no. stuff. All right, well, that answers that question. Neither did I. <laughs> so we will not talk about that. Nope, nope. No, we did. We, the, we talked about pop culture. There. This the isn't, this isn't really the kind of show where we talk about Oscars. That would be the um, shortest podcast, two and a half minutes. Is there another? Right? <laughs> 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 um, there, was, there was, I just came across um, the new uh, Tom Cruise movie. It's got him in it, but the premise behind the movie looks pretty good. Oh, the um, the one where Edge he's in a Mac. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. I actually kind of want to see it. Oh, I'll, I'm definitely because of him, but because of the premise of the movie. That's I'm definitely going to see it. He gets to wear an exoskeleton, dude, and go into combat. How awesome is I know, that? That's why I want to see it. <laughs> he lives over and over and over again. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day meets uh, that last Alien Invasion movie. In fact, they even uh, Battlefield LA, I think it's called. They even use the same music in the trailer as they used in Battlefield LA. Yeah. Uh, either way, either way, I guess it'll be another Oblivion for us, eh? Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind Oblivion. Again, if you you know, just turn your mind off for a lot of things, but I didn't mind Oblivion. Um, well, I, I I like the fact that Obl- Oblivion was actually a little more psychological than it was action movie. Yeah, yes. Like I was you, wondering what see how many scenes is uh, Tom Cruise going to run in for Edge of Tomorrow? All of them. 
Of course, because it's Tom Cruise. He has to run in a movie. No, but he'll because he, he's going into combat. He'll be running in every scene. There won't be a single oh scene God, where he's he not running. He's so happy. He's like, I get to run the entire movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried watching, uh, just because like, it came out at the same time as Oblivion, uh, After Earth. Mm-hmm. I still cannot get finish it. It's that's the one with Will Smith and his son. Oh, I refuse to see it. It's, oh, yeah, I actually sat through it. You did? Oh, I can't... F- I start watching it, then I'm going, this is fucking boring. I watch it, it's boring. Oh, my God, it's just... Drains me. It's, like, annoying. Well, what's his... Not, what's his kid's name? Jaden Smith? Jaden Smith. I think I, I'm boycotting every movie he's in. He cannot act. <laughs> it's because he's 12. He's not an actor. Well, he's wooden like Kevin Costner, right. or, you know, and Keanu Reeves, so... He doesn't have his dad's chops at all. Mm, did, we ever, did we ever talk about uh, Ender's Game? Um, no. I, uh, yeah, we, we did, and I saw it. What did you think? I enjoyed it up until the part where they went into real combat, and then it just got boring. Like all I the did. I actually, I, I, I really enjoyed that movie, actually. All the training and stuff they did was very cool. I, it, I'm, I'm boycotting it. Yeah, a, a lot of people you are. Have, you have a very stupid reason for boycotting. No, he has. I, no, I don't. He, he has a very good reason for boycotting. I have it. Very well, good you television. have a good. You have a good reason for boycotting the person that wrote the book. Correct. Not for the movie. No, but the thing is, if if the movie does well, they'll do other movies based on his books. Because Ender's Game is just as part of a series, right? Mm-hmm. So, if if it does well, they'll make more of his books into movies, which means he'll get paid even more money. Listen, he actually has a better reason to be boycotting any Orson Scott card books than I do to be boycotting any uh, Kevin Costner movies. He, that's a better reason to boycott yeah. than mine is. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, homophobic, or, racist bastard? I no, no, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with his stance on anything like that. But I, I don't think that's a reason to boycott the movie. Yeah, I, I saw the movie, and I enjoyed it, and I'm okay well, with that. The reason I said, Paul, it's the reason I'm boycotting the movies, I want other people to boycott it. If it doesn't do well... He won't get more money to have more of his other movies put in books put into movies, right? Because as a writer, he gets paid money when they pick up the rights to his books to turn into a movie. Yep, that's true. But he's getting paid regardless. No, this is where again I'm saying if you boycott the movie and no people don't see the movie, it doesn't do well. They're not going to pick up more of his books to turn into movies. So he's not going to get future money. That's why you boycott it. Yeah, the money he's already gotten, he's already gotten. You can't do anything about that, but it's the exactly. next book. It's like, same as, this is where the thing is like, oh, don't go see this movie because you're going to, you know, it's or don't pirate this movie because you're stealing money from the, uh, you know, the director or the, uh, you know, the actor or the guy who builds the sets. Like, no, they've already been paid for the movie. Yeah, you're, you're stealing it from the producers. Well, no, again, I understand where they're coming from. They just didn't put it well. If you, the more you pirate, the less movies might get made. So therefore, those guys won't get hired again. But the way movies are going with CGI and stuff, a lot of those guys actually aren't building sets anymore. If Lucas had his way, everything would be CGI, even friggin' actors. So my mini rant's over. Sorry, I had a mini rant. <laughs> no, no, it was it was justified. I just don't think that uh, we're we're small fish. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted I, before it came out. I said people don't go see it. Well, yeah, okay. But you you went and saw it, right? So you 
No, he didn't go and see it. Oh, okay. Is what he's trying to tell you. I went and saw it. It's what I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) You did not pay to go. You did not pay money to see the movie. That's good. Yes. Let's let's put it that way. It was a gift. Yes. Yes. I did pay money to see it, and I'm okay with it. But I understand that people aren't, and they don't want to. They want to boycott. More power to them. Um. You also saw, we talked about 47 Ronin as well, right? We, we have talked about that extensively, actually, over the Christmas uh, episode. So I'm trying to think what other Keanu Reeves movies are coming up, if there's any new ones. Um, there's a new Kevin Costner movie coming up, one that I will actually avoid. Oh, really? Yeah, called, um, uh, damn it. What's the, dra- it's called Draft Day. It's about a, a guy who's a um, oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. technical director, I guess, of a f- American football team. The Browns, I guess, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, right, no, I saw that one, yeah, I saw the trailer for that, it, yes. It looks terrible. I'm going to be avoiding that movie. So the boycott continues for <laughs> for draft day. Well, okay, okay, so you had a blip for Superman because he was only part, he was, wasn't really starring him. Right. And you also gave him for the three days yeah. to kill or three days grace or three days to kill or whatever. Three days to kill. I gave I gave him a grace for that one movie, and then I'm back on the boycott. <laughs> To answer your question about Keanu Reeves, though, he's got two movies coming out. Does he really? This year, one next year. Yeah, this one is John Wick, and the next one is Passengers. I've heard nothing about either of those. Please continue. I don't know anything about them either. I just went to his uh, oh, okay. His IMB, IMDB site, and that's what they say. I thought you were going to become they're in, our... They're in pre-production. One's in post-production, one's in pre-production. Paul, I thought you were going to become our uh, our Hollywood reporter. You can tell us about all the upcoming when did, movies. When did we discuss this? <laughs> uh, right now, when you start looking up information about Hollywood stars. Hey, well, you know his name means Cool Breeze Over the Mountains? Uh, yeah, apparently, J- John Wick is supposed to be about a former hitman is pursued by an old friend who was contracted to kill him. Oh, cool. That could be interesting. Oh, and that's uh, right, Nev. I'm on, I'm on IMDb as well. Passengers. A spacecraft is transporting thousands of people to a distant colony planet that has a malfunction in one of its deep changers. Well, people can't write sentences properly. It should be a spaceship that is transporting thousands of people to a distant colony has a malfunction in one of its sleep chambers. As a result, a single passenger is awakened 90 years before anyone else. Faced with the prospect of growing old and dying alone, he eventually decides to wake up a second passenger. Let me guess, a female? No, a dog. Yes, Rachel McAdams. (laughs) Oh, God, so it's going to be a love story with just the two of them alone on a spaceship. Did you see Pandora? Or not Pandora? <laughs> or, uh, Pandora? Was it Pandora? The one with uh, the, sp- the science fiction one where the guys are f- you know, on, a, on an arc for the longest time? I don't think Pandorum. so. Pandora. Pandora. I don't think so. Dennis, oh, hey, Will- Willem Dafoe is in John Wick. You didn't see, uh, I thought you saw Pandora. It's, it's, okay, they go, it's, uh, Dennis Quaid, sorry, I'm rambling here, Dennis Quaid wakes up and other people wake up and they're, they're trying to figure out what happened because Earth got destroyed and they're on a colony ship to go to another planet and then things go wrong and there's like weird people on the pl- on the ship that attack and kill them and stuff like that doesn't sound familiar came out a few years ago it's actually I recommend it but the ending I didn't like like the very very ending to Hollywood happy ending but the rest was interesting Oh, 
Oh, of course. They can't remember anything. They don't even know who they are. Yeah. Norm? This is Pandorum, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't. They have no memory. All of a sudden, they're awake and go, like, what the fuck's going on? And they try to piece everything together. Hmm. Wait, is there a new... Oh, my God. Just for Sean, find out if there's going to be another uh, Prometheus... Uh... I'm not even looking that up. You're boycotting the new one if it comes out? I don't know. Well, like like we said in our rant um, uh, episode, the one where we did the uh, the breakdown of Prometheus, it's not a terrible movie, it just was poorly handled. Yes. Wait, uh, according to IMDb, people who like this movie also like World War Z. <laughs> there you go. I think no more needs to be said about that. No, this that would what? So since we're already over an hour and a half, do you guys just want to give it a give it a rest here? Uh, I think to be honest, we're just we're we're just sort of reaching for straws at this 20, point anyway. 20, yeah, I had to do this. Twenty fifteen Paradise new new one by uh, Ridley Scott. That's the new Prometheus. That's the new Prometheus. It's called Paradise. Called Paradise. Okay, Sean won't see it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I do want to say one thing. If people are interested in 300 and the whole story of what happened at the gates of Thermopylae, there is an amazing book. Uh, this oh, is yes. this is a, yes. a bit of a novelized novelized version of the historical uh, battle that happened, but it's called Gates of Fire, and it's by an author called Stephen Pressfield. And it, it came out probably 20 years ago, even. like It, it was in the maybe early 2000s, late 1990s. Yeah. Very, very good. Amazon or chapters on there. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll put a link to uh, to the book. Because I recommend it. That is a very well done one. Um, but yeah. What was going on with Prometheus? Nowhere. So I'm, yeah, I've run out of ideas too. I'm not too sure. Okay, well, why don't we just call it a day and then we'll say goodbye to all of oh, our wait. listeners. Um, uh, also, our li any listeners that are out there, we're still waiting for you guys to tell us what old versus new movie you want us to see or, or what. You know, Throw us ideas. How, how about we just make those decisions? Okay. Um, you're wrong. Paradise isn't what it's... There's actually a Prometheus 2. Yeah, but if you go to the page, Prometheus 2, Paradise. Oh, they just call it Prometheus 2. Yeah, but the, the title, the, the, the second part's going to be Paradise. Good. Released November 27th, 2015. So, there we go. So that works. Okay, well... Uh, Everyone, thanks. Uh, cheers from Halifax. And I hope you have a good one. Yep, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody.